Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, this bloke here has been a conduit to both you and I. We yes. both played with this man, you at the Roosters, myself at the West Tigers, and one of the sharpest shooters you'll ever see with the boot. He made me very, very insecure when he turned up, let me tell you that much, when he arrived from the Roosters. His name's Luke Milton, and he's doing wonderful things over there in the United States. And I'm pleased to say the great Lukey Milton joins the run home with Joel and Fletch. G'day, Lucas. G'day, boys. How are you? So good to be on here. And hey, firstly, congratulations, boys. Tell you what, taking Australian radio by storm, you too, so congrats, boys. Uh, very good. Where, where are you calling from? Oh, sorry, we're calling you. I shouldn't say that you're calling us. Where are you calling from, Luke? Usually when I call you, you don't answer, Jolly. So, <laughs> mate, I'm in Dallas at the moment, mate. Dallas, Texas. Wow. So, yeah, keeping things running over here is, mate, all good. Uh, mate, Brian thinks he's a mad... Uh... Longhorns fan, don't you, Brian? Yeah, I'm a long. No, I'm Texas. Oh. I'm Texas uh, TSU. I am TSU. TSU. Hey, TCU. TCU. Right sorry, from horns. From horns. <laughs> hey, Mildo. Just okay. Let's just for our for our listeners. So, you came. You started at the Chooks, didn't you? Yeah, mate. Yep. So started over at the Chooks when I was 15, actually. Uh, Brian Canavan and Arthur Beetson brought me over. So that was really great, and they sent me over to Scots College, which was just instrumental in in sort of everything that sort of went on in life. So. Then I, you know, got to got to get up there and play with you, mate, up in the up in the big boys league. So I lasted about three and a half seconds, but it was great playing with you for that long. And then <laughs> went over uh, from there, mate. Just really enjoyed my time at the Roosters. Hence the uh, hence the shirt on. Still still a lifetime fan, mate. And then Tigers. I mean, I remember you went. Didn't you go to the Waratahs too? Yeah, so, so I went and had a year with Jolie over at the, over at the Tigers. Sheensy liked me so much, I only lasted a year and then went over <laughs> to the Waratahs after that. So, mate, then sort of took on a bit of a career in rugby, ended up playing uh, playing a couple of Barbars games and then with the Waratahs and then ended up in the Sevens program uh, with the Wallaby Sevens. That was just, mate, that was just a ball. That was so much fun. It was like a party everywhere you went. So got to play with a bunch of really good guys, got to have, you know, some great experiences. And obviously the travel that came along with that, that's sort of what really made me uh, made me want to get out and about and explore the world a little bit. Uh, Valentine's Day here mm. in Australia tomorrow for you, Luke. I reckon this bloke would have got plenty of roses sent his way. Oh, oh yes, yes. Well, <laughs> Mildo, okay. Yeah. So we've we've gone through the uh, your football career. What would you say to that, Brian? What do we think about our own football careers? Rats us. Yes. Let's get into the. Meat. Let's get into. The, I mean, it's a small part of your life. Yes. And this is what I try and tell Correct. people. Like. We're not defined by it, are we, Brian? No, we're not. We're not. So then, Mildo, how did you end up? Were you on Oprah? Or no, no, that was the other dude. You were with the Kardashians, weren't you? Tell me what happened. <laughs> tell me Thanks what happened. Thanks for the research, bro. I think that you really put into Tell me what happens when you leave playing uh, rugby. You're finished. How did you end up in the States? 
And how did you end up with uh, six toes, Kim Kardashian? <laughs> I didn't say that, by the way. But, no. uh, mate, mate, basically, look, I, I was playing, I uh, was super lucky. I was end up playing a tournament sort of with the sevens and we were over at Twickenham, actually. And I got invited to go over and play uh, play a game play a game in, in the Grand Cayman Islands, stopped through in New York, and I met up with Kerry. So to rewind that story, I met Kerry, who's my my now wife, uh, in Wake Up, Sydney, a backpackers hostel. Oh. Owned by mine. Yeah, yes. great, great place. And met, met her there while she was sort of doing a semester abroad. I was down there bartendering uh, behind the bar there, and we met her second day in Sydney. We dated for six months. Anyway, long story short, she went to Georgetown uh, University. I didn't see her for a year, played this game, ended up in New York. She was there looking for an apartment. I met up with her, thought, you know what? I was 25, 26 at the time. I retired and I just stayed in New York, basically. Ended up playing for New York Athletic Club, had a great time, fell in love, uh, ended up, you know, having a good year in New York. And then we moved back to Sydney for a couple of years, and then ended up in Los Angeles starting training, mate. And that's when it all sort of uh, sort of started to go okay. Can I ask you this, Lukey? Like when you landed yeah. over there in the States following your love, which is what we do, you know, this is what we do. Did you actually have any ambitions of doing what you ultimately did through training, mate? Or did you kind of just fall into it? No, it sort of fell into it, mate. Uh, so, Jolly, obviously, like the three of us, we've had that privilege of, of – living a healthy lifestyle, yeah. right? The thing that I really miss Had. leaving yeah. footy yeah. with the boys. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm looking at your boys. You're looking good, boys. You're looking yeah, good. We're, getting we're back. Like Benjamin Button. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, six to go play on. <laughs> no, but mate, we, look, we had that privilege of, of, of being in shape. Yep. And when I left footy, it weirdly wasn't the sport that I missed. It was all the boys, right? Yeah. It was that locker room stuff. It was Fletch telling his stories, which yeah. I hope we get into. <laughs> it was like hanging out with you after, you know, after games and after practice. It was all that camaraderie that I really missed. I sort of took for granted the fact that we got to stay in shape. We got to train. We got to hang out with our mates. And we got to have that healthy lifestyle. Just that sort of all-inclusive physical health, social health, and mental health type stuff yep. all in one. So then I just basically started it and just just did my best for a little while. Lucky enough, in Sydney, I got to train some pretty high-profile sort of bankers, and then I worked with Saatchi and Saatchi. And one day, it was called Milton Health Management. That's how creative I am. And one day, <laughs> my wife, uh, my girlfriend at the time, she was in advertising, and she was like, what what are you doing? What what makes you different? And I'm like, Look, I like training with them. I like doing the session with them. I like hanging out with people as I'm training. And she goes, so you're kind of like their mate. I'm like, yeah. And she goes, so you're a training mate. And I'm like, well, that's a terrible name. I don't think that'll go anywhere. And anyway, 10 years later, here we are. So that's basically where it went. And then we moved to LA. I started the first studio in West Hollywood. And then from there, um, was fortunate enough to become a quote unquote celebrity trainer and got named US Celebrity Trainer of the Year. And then Ooh. Training Mate really blew up. We've expanded out now. And yeah, I'm fortunate enough to, yeah deal with a, a lot of high-profile people that we call mates and uh, get to work with every day. Mildo, who's – I know the, the Kardashians are, are, you know, can't get much yeah. higher than that profile was. Who else? Who else are you knocking around? Yeah, <laughs> knocking around with. Yeah. Um, knocking around so, with. Sorry, with. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, there's, look, there's, there's a bunch. So Alan Leach has become one of my best friends. You'd know him as Tom Branson in uh, in Downton Abbey and he's on Bohemian Rhapsody and all that sort of stuff. And Jesse Metcalf, a couple of the boys, Jensen Button, who's a Formula One trainer. Oh, yes. And then – the guys that come into work, like Selena Gomez, work with her, um, Ash Tisdale, Vanessa Hudgens, Hilary Duff, 
uh, Rachel McAdams, Tyra Banks. Oh, wow. There's a bunch. Stop. So, yeah, really cool. <laughs> good people, too. Really good people. Okay, probably the most pressing question. Um, do you think the Travis Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift oh, come on, Brian. Um, relationship, do you think it'll last? And is it as big over in the States as it is here? I reckon it would be bigger. Mate, it's all you hear about over here. Wow. I think you, you can even gamble on things over here of whether he does the Taylor Swift heart. Uh, mate, look, yeah, I, I, I don't know either of them. So mm. I, I assume that it's I assume that it's all all legit. And I you know, wish the best for them all, mate. You know, I'm a bit of a bit of a softie with that sort of stuff. And I hope they find love and, uh, you know, end up with a long, long, happy relationship, mate. Mm. Hey, Milto, I was talking to, um, to Fletch about this. The... Yesterday, we were sharing on the program around the ratings. So the population of America is probably 350 million or something like that. Mm. And the average audience for the Super Bowl was about 120, 130, that sort of. So one in three people at any given time of the day were watching the Super Bowl. That's like here in Australia, 8 million people watching Origin at any given time. Just doesn't happen. The AFL and the Rugby League, the Matildas went close-ish around the 7 million mark. But it's just NFL... Postcodes away, the rest isn't it? It's so big, right? It really is. And you, and Joel, you keep hearing all this this stuff about how college football, which is enormous by the way and fantastic, but you keep hearing all these things about ratings, right? And yeah. so anyway, lucky enough, one of my mates is a guy called Les Moonves who ran CBS for years, and he pulled me aside one day and just ran me through the numbers, and it absolutely dwarfs everything else yep. that you, you see. Yeah, the NFL just runs everything, mate. It, it really is just the biggest thing. It's a phenomenon. Obviously, the, the advertising spend on it is out of control. All of the things that go along with having an audience that big, just, mate, it is really the biggest thing that you'll ever see over here. And, and it's just enormous. You know, I was actually, I went to the, the Mavs game last night, the basketball, and that was awesome. You know, it was great. But it's just nothing on the NFL. Nah. It just has such a, such a huge viewership. Is it because Mildo? It's a bit of oversaturation. Like they play eighty odd games in the NBA, and the you know the baseball's yeah. hundred and yeah five hundred whatever game. Well, I think so, mate. It's like look in in the NFL, you got to win. It's kind of like watching the NRL or, or watching rugby or the AFL, maybe. You know, it's it's you, you got to win, right? And every game matters. And you watch some of these other sports that play hundred and sixty odd games, mate. They walk off. They couldn't give a rat's nah. when they won. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's on to the next game, on to the next day, on to the next bus, plane, whatever it may be. Mate, they might be three states over in 12 hours preparing for another game. That just, it just doesn't, I'm sure it is, but it doesn't seem to be mm. as big of a deal to them. Whereas the, the football, that's a bit more like what we're used to as far as you've got to win every game because you drop a couple and you're, you're no good. Chatting with Luke Milton, a really good Australian story. Guy goes over to the States, training mate. Yeah, the founder of that. Uh, Milto, obviously you're probably aware of the uh, rugby league, National Rugby League, heading to Vegas. Yeah. What, what's your best guess? Do you like the move? Do you think there's a chance of success or is it, is it just too hard basket? What do you honestly think? Man, I think you've got to keep the boys out of the casinos the night before. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you can do that. Look, I'm, I'm huge on expanding the game wherever you can. I think it's going to be a very tough ask uh, trying to infiltrate any viewership or even any sort of like market share over here but i think that the game for back home i think it's a great spectacle i think that they're going to see a whole different level of facilities they're going to see a whole lot you know a different sort of international sort of experience 
Um, but look, it's going to be tough on the boys to recover and go back into round two. I, I actually only found out the other day it's, it's a legit round. It's it's mm, fair yeah. income, right? It's an official round. So yeah. that surprised me. I, I I think that they should have done an exhibition game. I think the boys are going to do it tough to recover, and you might you might have a a, a pretty poor round two for the teams competing. What about this, um, Milda? What are the Yanks like? Because we hear all these stories saying they're you know, quite gullible. Uh, you know, we, we, there's that famous story saying we close the bridge down at 5 o'clock every oh, day yeah. to let all the kangaroos. <laughs> because the, the, the Yanks are really focused on – they're quite insular just thinking about their country and their sport. When they ask you questions, are they asking you questions about Australia and about our sports? Or, or is it just they're just concentrating on their own sports? No, I will say Americans are obsessed with Australia. They love Australia. They love the Australian lifestyle. They love the Australian culture. Australia is a really popular brand over here. Um, you know, I think Paul Hogan started that. I think mm. Chrissy Hemsworth has done his piece in uh, in making sure that the love affair continues. Um, look, I, I think that when we talk about that, because I was of the same opinion, right? But living over here for 12 years now, what I've known is, mate, it's just, it's 50 different countries. There's 50 states, mm. but mate, they are so different, the states here. You could be in California one day, you could be in Louisiana or New York or whatever else the next day. And mate, there's nothing that's similar. There's no similarities between them. So for a lot of Americans who have not traveled, mate, you can, you can drive the car across a state line and you're basically in another country, to be honest. So the experiences of travel sort of become a lot more domestic than international. And, you know, and then you're at the coasts, a lot of, you know, a lot of people from the coast sort of travel because you are pretty close to, to other things. But look, I think Americans love Australia. I think they love Australian sports. I think they think we're all crazy, mm. to be honest, mate, like without the helmets and, and pads and, <laughs> and all the rest of it. So it's, um, I get that a lot of, but I would have loved to have tried playing American football just to see how it was, you know, with that helmet and stuff. Cause I've got a different opinion. I think it'd be harder doing that. I, they, mm. They're like little torpedoes jumping into each other, you know, it's Actually, Milner, just on that. So Luke Milton, who he was one of the great strikers of the ball. He just long levers and just whacked the ball. Have you ever tried to, I'm sure you have kick the, the NFL ball. And if so, like someone like a Hazemel Masri or any of the great oh. strikers in the part, Nathan Cleary, uh, do you believe that any of those could make it or is it just a complete different kettle of fish? Mate, Joel Kane, Daryl Halligan. I, 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 I guarantee it. Joel, yeah. yeah, I guarantee it. I actually think that if they ever got exposed to it, we might not have any kickers left in rugby. You know what I mean? Really? In rugby league. No, mate, dead set. I, I think you see a lot of the AFL boys coming over to punt. Yep. And I, I'm telling you, mate, it is a skill in itself. Um, I remember you and I used to sit there and practice with Graham Arnold all the yeah. time, mate. And I, I, I just believe when you get that sort of strike right, I think if any of the NFL teams actually started looking at the league boys um, as a real commodity for for the for goal kicking, I, I think they would absolutely nail it. I know the Cowboys guy is a soccer player now and he's had a cracker of a season. He's, he's nailed it. Is the punter the same? Okay, question. Is there a team in the NFL that the goal kicker, they call it a field oh, goal, yeah. and the punter, the same bloke? Uh, are you trying to be a dual threat? I'm just trying, I'm just trying to work because <laughs> I'm just thinking if – for example, Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, you know, great example. Latrell Mitchell. Matt Burton. If he went to a NFL team and said, look, I can do both. I can save yeah. on wages. Yep. Just give me the two. <laughs> or, or is it a totally different skill? 
Have you seen their salary cap, mate? I don't, I don't think they're trying to save any, no, any pennies no. anyway. It's a good question, Brian. So, but no, it, it is a different skill. But they also, mate, they have a roster. They've got 700 people per team. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. They've got backup kickers and kicker backups and the rest of it. It's, it's, un, it's unbelievable. They've got two or three punters, two or three uh, place kickers in case someone you know gets injured. It's just such a big business, mate. Yeah. It's really insane. I think it was... Someone was telling me the other day that the, the, even at the college level, like LSU is a billion dollar program, mm. like it's worth a billion bucks. You know, you got the Cowboys. I think they're up to about eight billion dollars now. Wow. You know what I mean? I mean, you'd have to have, you know, you have to have your boys' money to be mm. buying those. <laughs> no, not mine. What about um, how many kids you got, Mildo? Just one, mate. Just one. Okay, a little boy, daughter. Boy, okay, yeah. little girl. What we always yeah, hear this stuff knowing. about you have to put, you know, a college fund away, and all that sort of stuff. What? How much is college? So my my wife went to Georgetown. She's obviously a lot smarter than I am. She, <laughs> I think, a school like that would be about about sixty five, seventy grand a year. I think now, and you you go for oh, four wow. years. So that's yeah, US. A, that's US. Yeah, gosh, so you go for you're up for a couple hundred grand in college, and then you know, in private schools, pretty similar these days, to be honest. Sir. Chatting to Luke Milton, founder of uh, uh, Training Mate. Hey, Lukey, just just to round off this kicking situation. Because yeah. I know that you were very, very good at it and you would have done it. If you had to, and just this is just give some context for the Australian Rugby League audience, even the AFL audience. Matt Burton, for example, I timed him in, a, in an origin, I think it was, and his hang time was as good as you'll get in the NFL. I know they're very different balls. But if you had to latch on to as a punt an NFL ball versus the Steeden Rugby League ball or the AFL ball up, up there, Kazali Sharon, or a goal kick, what's easier is it what we have or is it what they have uh the 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 american footballs are small like they're really small yeah i prefer to kick a rugby league but i prefer kick a steeden but mate you practice on one of those little ones you can knock it out of the park yeah and it's always in front they're kicking always in front it's a set play you know you got you got the snap you got the holder you got everything oh mate Joey, I don't think you'd miss one. I'll go on record saying oh, I don't please. miss one. No, no, please. You'd be well, kicking about 90%. Yes. Is um, there any rugby league players ever retired? Hasm was the best, was he? That's a good question. Is oh, Hasm... Well, look, you, you've studied it as much as I have. Who do you believe is the best ever NRL Ooh. goal kicker? And considering the circumstances, tees have changed, uh, balls have changed, yeah. all things being even, who, who have you observed to be the best ever kicker you've seen? Mate, I think it's such a such a broad question, right under pressure. So I, I just remember Daryl Halligan in those like late yeah. semi-finals where he was just knocking it from the sideline. Halligan mm. or El Masri, I reckon. Yeah, I'm El Masri, Brian. I just yeah. what was he kicking at? Eighties. Oh, but I, I just I don't ever recall El Masri missing when he had, had to, to get yeah. it. That, that's Mahomes' yeah. mentality. They just. They're different. There's different sports people yep. under pressure. That's right. What do they do yeah, with pressure? Some eat it, some mm. get eaten by it, bro. We need T-shirts, mate. Yeah. I want to get one. <laughs> yeah. We'll send it over to Mildo. Okay. Just to Done. walk down West Hollywood. Hey, Mildo, is that home now? Is that Are you there? If I said, uh, Luke Milton, I bump into you in 15 years' time and I'm at the front of your house, is that in the United States or is it in back in Australia? Hopefully it's a bit of both, mate. Look, we're pretty, pretty, stu- like, you know, pretty sort of switched on with the, with the company right now and expanding the company. And obviously Riley's, you know, the biggest part of my life. So making sure I get her through to college age. I'd love to split the time though, mate. I do miss home. I'd love to be back there at least three or four months of the year. Um, I'm actually going to come back in a couple of weeks 
it's just mate it's it's magic you know mm. jolly where we are down there at cronulla mate it just go for a walk <laughs> along the esplanade early morning there's nothing better there's nowhere in the world i've been super fortunate to travel a lot and live in a bunch of places there's nothing nothing better than than the australian lifestyle and the australian beaches so uh, I think, yeah, it would be most of the time in the States for sure. Um, but I would like to spend a lot more time in Australia. So if the Aussies are going abroad, which many are for Vegas, is there a way they can get somehow involved in sports, mate? Training, mate. 100%. Mate. Training, yeah, mate. Training, mate. Training, mate. Training, mate. Training, mate. They can come in with anyone, anyone that wants to come in, just, uh, mate, reach out to any of the studios. It's trainingmate.com. Reach out to any of them. Send us a little message or follow us on Instagram at trainingmate. Shoot us a little DM and we'll make sure that we uh we throw you a class or two so you can get in there and uh you know sweat out some of the demons. Uh, uh, yes. well, is it a good to go down memory lane? With it's great. What a great story. Hey Luke, very proud, mate. What 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 a story you've been. And you're always a talent. You're always pushing the envelope. Wanted to be your very very best. And you know what? It's all come to fruition. So dreams are free, as they say, young men. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, boys, and congrats, guys. It's so great to catch up. And I know, you know, I got asked this the other week about dealing with celebrities and if they intimidate and stuff like that. And it's because of guys like you that I'm not intimidated by them because walking into those dressing rooms and you guys are, whether you want to know it or not, absolute legends. As an 18-year-old kid walking in with the likes of you guys around, mate, you definitely set me up. And I've got nothing but gratitude and appreciation for for those lessons and some of those stories. We'll get into those another time. Uh, on, Milo. Absolutely. Tell my wife that. Yeah. Whatever you said then, I'm going to give my wife that. Yeah. Saying, just you know, tell her every day how lucky she is, Bryzy. Oh, every no, day. No, hey, just me. before you go, Dallium rankings. I know you've trained so many celebrities. I didn't ask you this. I should have. Gives you three, two, one of just the rock solid people who they don't have to be the biggest name, but you just love their company. Mate, Alan Leach has got to be number one. He's, he's my best mate in the world. He, yeah. He's just, just a great. He's like a brother. Mate, Lucy Hale, absolute rock star. Right. She's uh, she's an absolute rock star. Chloe's amazing. She's she's great, but of course you're gonna know that. Um, Ash Tisdale, she's she's a real champion, real champion. And, and Riley's obsessed with High School Musical right now, so I'll throw her in there. Okay, so just repeating those. Ash Tisdale gets the one point for the Deliums. Yeah, Leachy. Leachy gets the the the, the three Deliums. Yeah, and yeah, he's the, got the medal. And the two went to who? Who was Lucy that? Hale? Lucy, Lucy Hale. Hale. Hale what, Mary. What's Lucy? What's Lucy in? What's Lucy's game? She was in one of the vampire in the vampire. Oh, she's, yes. She's blown up. She's massive. What about she's, uh, Selena, she's crushing over here Selena, in the Selena Gomez strikes me as a nice person too. Mate, she's great. She really is. Selena's just a, a just mate, she's just a legend. She's a really, really nice person. Um, yeah, she's great. She's a real sweetheart. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, just, Mildo, not, we're just writing these down. I, I'm just doing what the rest of the audience are doing. We're, well, we're, Mildo, we're Googling uh, Lucy Hale. I know yes, it's 10 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> I know it's 10 o'clock over there, so thank you very much for your time. Um, how many hours of, of uh, sleep do you get a night? Because I'm going through this with a mate of mine. How many we doing? <laughs> no, no, I just want to know. Just sleep. Because sleep's very Rich, I, heard, I heard about your biohacking, mate. Yeah, oh, I'm mate, not look, into that shit. I'm trying to get six and a half. I'm trying to get six and a half. I'm pretty okay. obsessed with my cold plunges at the moment. So oh, yes. I've... Just added. I've just added a night a PM cold plunge to my routine. So oh. I usually get. I'll, I'll do my cold plunge first thing in the morning. Have my coffee, take the dogs for a walk, and get on with my routine. But now I've started adding one about seven PM, Ooh. and uh, I'll let you know in a couple of weeks once I get a bit of validity behind it. Oh, okay. downtown Fad Central. He'll yeah, follow you yeah. in here, Bears Head. Lukey Milton for the fourth and final <laughs> time. We say goodbye. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. Great to catch up. See you, boys. Thanks, Lukey. Uh, what a great story, Brian. Yeah, Lukey Milton. Awesome.